<laughs> uh, we are back. Welcome, 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 as John Oliver says, to another episode of Brevity Box, episode 24, I think. Sometimes we're close, sometimes we're right on the count. And uh, once again, I am joined by Brando wearing his tribal onesie as usual. With, pit and viper, with a pair of pit vipers to match. Respect I wasn't going to mention the pit vipers, nice. but yes, to match. Nice. And of course, the sunshine in our thruple, <laughs> Becky, Stop. flashing that good hair. Oh, thank you. Does look good What's today. new? What's funky, people? How you doing? How's your week? Better Human. now. Better now. That's right. That's right. That's how it feels. I've had a few things in my head. Uh, I want to kind of get off the top before we get into how clairvoyant we are with some of the shit that we do here. Mm-hmm. Um, just want to say for anybody that's uh, looking to ask questions about Loki, not going to tell you anything. We're not that kind of show. Watch it. It's really good. I enjoyed the hell out of it. And I was just telling Brando, you know, I know everybody's got a little bit of a uh, hero fatigue and they're tired of all of it. I'm telling you, that's a nice step away. Uh, Becky, do you watch any any of the hero kind of? You don't seem like the kind of person who would be into Iron Man or the Avengers. Am I right about that? Um, no, I watch them. Really? Okay. I, I haven't watched Loki nice. yet, though, because I'm watching the Mighty Ducks right now. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Priorities. Yeah. Wait, there's a Mighty Ducks series now. Yeah, on Disney Plus. Jeez. Okay, I'm ignorant, and I think this is a dumb question, but I have to know. Yeah. Is Emilio Estevez involved at all? Yes. Oh, wow. You guys have to watch it. It's really good. I kind of want to watch it. I'm Do I'm all it. in for supporting a Sheen. I will only support that Sheen and Martin Sheen. Thank you. Martin Sheen's great. You know, Emilio Estevez is sort of a weird icon for me growing up. And I mean, even in movies that I don't know if anybody really saw, like he made a movie in the eighties, I think with Demi Moore that was called wisdom, which, you know, one of those eighties movies that sort of, it was all a dream spoiler, but it was a great, great movie. And it kind of followed in line with, um, it was sort of a modern day, twist in my opinion of the kind of character that he played so perfectly in young guns which is one of my favorite movies and i can't i can't imagine that you don't like young guns and young guns too becky i like those movies i like I all the movies. old 80s movies it's my jam i like a lot of them i don't Being know if i like all of them but i like fire. a lot Breakfast Club. Yeah. About last night. Fiction Every John Hughes film. Commando. Say anything. Commando. Die Hard. <laughs> Man, you know, half these movies are on uh, Retro Futures Cultures podcast. <laughs> Total Recall. Robocop. Robocop. <laughs> In fact, he just did one for They Live, which is. Uh, I, I mean, I love I can't not think about Rowdy Roddy Piper. I came here to chew bubblegum and kick name. ass, and I'm all out of bubblegum. Legendary. I have a t-shirt that says that. Oh, you that's, you know, plugs right in. Today's episode of Brevity Box is brought to you by 
the Retro Futurist Culture Podcast. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Which is just released an episode on They Live, and, and you should check it out. Uh, actually, I should go through the whole thing. Brevity Box is brought to you by the Ruminations Radio Network, and we're very proud to be part of this collaboration uh, with other podcasts like RFC or like uh, Cinephile Hissy Fit, which just did an episode on Black Widow that is uh, great. And and they just released today was an episode for the 2009 remake of Star Trek. Mm-hmm. But we have a lot of different things. And uh, for anybody who's listening, you might want to go to www.ruminationsradionetwork.com and check out the wide variety of different kinds and of podcasts and themes and hosts that we have as part of this collaboration that we uh, really enjoy being a part of all the time. They're really great. You won't regret it. Yeah. No, a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Um, But kind of moving on. Yeah. They, they live is one of those movies that just sticks out from the eighties and you can kind of see it. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, the whole movie was so odd and as it's aged, it's become more like relevant in a way, mm-hmm. you know, that yeah. you put on the sunglasses and you realize that you can see all the subliminal messages in mass media. Yeah. You know, obey <laughs> that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You know, what I learned about that surprised me is uh, the, whether you like that, this president or not, Barack Obama's was a poster that said hope. And it was kind of a color blocked two tone image straight on of his face. Shout out Shepard Ferry. He also that's the thing. Shepard Ferry is his style and is very much influenced at that time by They Live. Just mm-hmm. by seeing those images and whatnot. And if you go through his catalog, whether it's, you know, Obey or whether it's any of these other uh, images that he's done of uh, Maya Angelou or Barack Obama or anybody or anything to send a message, his art is very much influenced by this kind of 80s flick. Here's a random bit of trivia for you. But it's, um, you can see it. Like, I, I, I think I commented to, to Hoptimus today, host of RFC, that, I'll never look at those images the same again. I'll always associate uh, Barack Obama and Rowdy Roddy Piper now, and it's going to make me seem very, very worthy of mental health care when I'm 75. It's okay. We'll find a a good place for you. But you know, I'm going to be talking about how they're they're associated, and people are going to think I'm well in the corner, (laughs) rocking back and forth. I'm all out of bubble gum. I'm all out of bubble gum. <laughs> I'm gonna kick your ass. <laughs> Just I'm over and over and over. <laughs> Take your pills, Mr. Langley. So let's go into no, this um, room over here, sir. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love the 80s movies. I love the 80s action. It it's kind of uh, part of I think part of why I've enjoyed a lot of what Disney has put out with some of the Marvel uh properties you know i enjoyed wandavision and i and i like i like the escape wandavision i did too and i think i've heard some people give these big critiques on how they you know things were supposed to end a certain way i think what really it's entertaining pull your head out of your pull your head out of your own ass and just let people enjoy it here's what gets me about it though these same individuals are the people who were talking up 
Game of Thrones and nothing until you got to those last few seasons. No one season of that show. And I'm just talking about the show, not the books, but no one season of that show. Say again. The books that will never be finished. Did he no, die? They won't be. I don't think so. No. no. Oh, okay. <laughs> Shucks. No, <laughs> no. But you know, the thing is, is that none in none of those seasons did anything end in Game of Thrones the way that people critique what they think should have happened in Wandavision. And I, you know, because there a lot of the criticism, or at least the one that I think is most prevalent of that show, is that you know there was no ramifications for wanda or something at the end of the show and okay it is a show it is one season i don't know what they're going to do with it but like you said becky it's just it's entertaining enjoy it we needed it it came out in a time when we needed it i kind kind of like this year's tiger king yeah. <laughs> Not in a time when we all really needed it. Yeah, a, a little, a little, a little perfect, right? Yeah, yeah, I felt, I feel that way about a lot. Of, like I thought, Bill and Ted's Face the Music last year was exactly what I needed when it came out. I didn't have to think; I just got to sit back and enjoy it, and that that was really reminiscent of some of those '80s movies that I love. Mm-hmm. I didn't have to go and and delve into whether they wrote that character out correctly. And in terms of WandaVision, I, I mean, maybe you guys were like me as a kid. I mean, we, we weren't, we didn't have helicopter parents. We were kind of latchkey kids. I certainly grew up with the television on. And I remember so much of that classic TV and reruns really influenced. So I watched a lot of uh, Mary Tyler Moore, Dick Van Dyke. I was a child. But I remember them. I remember laughing when I, 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 the way the jokes built up and it laid a foundation for humor, right? That yeah. I think carried on. And WandaVision, outside of, if you, if you kind of just look at the production and what I think they were nominated for Emmys 23 for, yeah, is their celebration of that scope of television. Mm-hmm. And the, the, the storyline just kind of lent itself to being able to make these episodes where they were clearly modeling them after different shows per episode. So, you know, one, you have Dick Van Dyke and the next you have Mary Tyler Moore and then Mm -hmm. Bewitched and I Love Lucy. And what I think people missed and that I didn't know right off the bat was that it wasn't just that they were adding like a black and white filter and having them do the old style of physical comedy they actually put them in front of a live studio audience and the special effects were the same kinds of special effects that they would have had to use at that time. And and apparently they had Dick Van Dyke uh, as a consultant for them and and on the show. Right. So it was a major accomplishment. And I, I think a lot of people just didn't either. They didn't know that that was something that was part of why I or people enjoyed it or they just didn't care. Right. They didn't care. Um, right. There wasn't enough laser blasts. And generation Z's didn't care. Yeah. Pesky kids. <laughs> they're like, I mean, I book while they're doing. Well, right. Dancing. Right. I, I really, uh, I could, I enjoyed that. It, it, t- it like it touched really on many parts of, it felt like revisiting growing up with, american television in the background and the way they tied that to her was oh yeah pretty great they're doing like one of the channels is doing sorry i'm going through puberty 
<clears throat> one of the um, channels is doing like a whole like kind of like biography view on sitcoms. I can't, I wish I could remember which one it is right now, but it looks really interesting where they're going to go back and talk about like the American family and the sitcom and how it changes. It looks like it's going to be really Yeah. Good. I mean, from eight is enough. I mean, but you know mm-hmm. what? I remember kind of being thrown thrown back by one day at a time. I didn't like that show. And my sister and my mom loved that show. Mm-hmm. The old one day at a time. Yeah. But, I mean. I didn't care for that I, I, I Well, it, I think that you've seen more prevalence in and how things are, are are going more reflective of reality. Yeah. Somehow My Two Dads was one of the shows that broke the mold, but they weren't in a relationship together. It was like two bachelors, right? And yeah. then that became. Kind of like the three men and a baby. Yeah. And then two and a half men. It's always been kind of a trope, huh? Yeah. That's right. And we're back to Charlie Sheen. And then we're one degree away from Emilio Estevez. And we're back to Mighty Ducks. <laughs> it's great. You guys need to check it out. Uh, we will. We will. Um, yeah. So kind of want to touch on something if for, for you listeners. Um, and I don't know if uh, I know we're kind of tickled by this reality. But apparently Brando isn't the only one. That is uh, clairvoyant uh, before, you know, talking about the first openly gay NFL football player coming out, mm-hmm. which he got right at the about the time and he got the the position wrong. Yeah. As usual, Brando. Uh, what can I say? <laughs> but what's interesting is now. It turns out that. If you if you've been listening for at least the last couple of episodes, then you might have heard that we did a PSA <laughs> that we completely I mean, I did not know any we made it up a hundred percent made it up on the spot. It was a it was driven by a corny, sad tune that was on our soundboard and we made the best of it. And, you know, I'm just going to read you the headline of an article that was uh discovered by none other than brando and then i'm gonna let you hear the psa and then i'm gonna read you the content of the article from webmd are you gonna read it uh, to the to the sad music (laughs) no i'm just gonna read it to get through it i don't want to give it that much too emotional you know very you don't want to shed a tear voice (laughs) i don't want to take people on that journey all right so just for those who who may need a, a refresher. Here is the PSA that we completely f- pulled from betwixt our cheeks and had a good time. And it turned out to be a lot of fun. So here we go. Let's do that. Figure it out. <laughs> yeah, we'll get it. The CDC has just released some grim and affecting news to all men across the country. It turns out that coronavirus, coronavirus, causes erectile dysfunction. Dysfunction. But only for those who aren't vaccinated. So get the shot, retarded. It turns out that Viagra isn't the only thing that can help you get a nice, manly, stiff one. Now... You can go for Pfizer, Moderna, AstraZeneca, or Johnson and Johnson. But don't go for Johnson and Johnson. You're 
You don't want to take that chance. Get your erection back. Get back to feeling like a man. Get vaccinated. Or live without a boner for the rest of your life. If you want more information, please check us out at (laughs) savetheboners.org. So that was our savetheboners.org spoof. And uh, and it's so much fun, and it just makes me smile because, you know, it's important for us to help the community. And that's what we're really trying to do is get the <laughs> message out to people and try to help our get fellow men. Get your damn man, shot. <laughs> get your damn shot. So here's the funny thing. On WebMD, and I will post a link on Instagram so you can check it out yourself, but I'm sure you can Google it and find it. The headline is Coronavirus Lingers in penis and could cause impotence. And this was by Dennis Thompson, who is a health day reporter. Now, apparently this is uh, put out on May 13th, but we did not know that. But it says that men now have one more compelling reason to get a COVID-19 vaccine. Doctors suspect the new coronavirus could make it hard to perform in the bedroom. Talking about boners. How? You might ask, coronavirus infection is already known to damage blood vessels and vessels that supply blood to the penis. No exception. Researchers armed with an electron microscope found coronavirus particles in penile tissue samples taken from two former COVID-19 patients who became impotent following their infection, Mm -hmm. which had occurred six and eight months earlier. Further study revealed evidence of blood vessel damage in the penises of the COVID-19 patients compared to two other men with erectile dysfunction who'd never been infected. So let me just give a solid nod to whoever was in the clinical office and decided that they needed to check the dicks. I mean, anyone can look at lungs, kidneys, brain function. Those are right there. But you got to go to that outside the box thinker that thought, what about their dicks? Well, Let's listen, it could have been the guys. They could have been like, dude, my dick's not working. Oh, it was definitely guys looking into it. <laughs> <laughs> like it was just started off like, as a Doc. whisper. <laughs> my dick. <laughs> <laughs> so Dr. Ranjith. Ramasamy, director of the reproductive urology program at the University of Miami's Miller School of Medicine, said, we found that the viruses affects the blood vessels that supply the penis, causing erectile dysfunction. The blood vessels themselves malfunction and are not able to provide enough blood to enter the penis for an erection. I mean, do I need to play that damn PSA again? Were we not like, I mean, can we just give ourselves a little We just have a little golf club. the back well i mean come on first off let's 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 cover some ground here um we have a medical professional mm-hmm. that is right here mm-hmm. with good hair yes and a lot of attitude and i <laughs> we just need some quick questions for uh the rn in the house mm-hmm. that shit is real yes. right yes. no doubt no doubt do your whatever you want is real mm-hmm. get over it uh delta don't play no, for don't. those of you who don't know Delta variant. Like, here's the thing. I and, and this is what I boil it down to. If you have a problem believing in evolution in general, 
you're probably have a problem believing in how this virus works. Not to draw criticisms, but that's basically the truth. It is. This thing evolves. It evolves, and the more places and people it gets to, the more evolution that happens and the more dangerous it becomes. And then we get the Delta variant. So Delta variant, if the regular variant was attacking erections, I don't even want to know what Delta does. Your dick's going to fall off. It's going to It's just yeah. going to fall off. When that, but you know, how much of a response do you think that would get? Oh, so you, you know, so many would go, my dick could fall. Yeah, the minute dicks start becoming necrotic because of Delta variant, <laughs> yeah. it's, 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 it's going to be You're going to see a PSA photos of necrotic dicks everywhere soon. Yeah. Yeah. You're yeah. And, and then you're going to hear Marjorie Taylor Greene <laughs> say, I didn't mind losing mine. <laughs> 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 but hey for, we, i had to give us a bit of a round of applause here uh and by the way i if that comes off as somehow insensitive take a joke Just yeah a learn joke. how to take a joke people rah, Take your rah, head rah, out rah, of your rah, ass yeah we totally nailed this one right brevity mm-hmm. box got it right on dicks brevity box we know dicks That's- especially me <laughs> That's, you know what? I, I have a whole idea for a dating program for you, but I oh, thought it was sweet. worth covering. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was worth covering that. Um, Listen, you guys are just gifted spoof. prophets, and we are so lucky to have you. Clearly, we had the same thing. We just <laughs> couldn't stop thinking about dicks, dicks everywhere. That's all I think oh, about 24 7. It's so damn funny that we got that right. <laughs> I had so much fun. I just, you don't think, I don't think I've seen that headline, but you never know. Maybe I read it on May 15th and then yeah, you don't it know. got buried under a, a, a mountain other of other headlines. <laughs> well, actually, let's move on to different headlines and let's get into some updates. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought it was pretty interesting that after we did our, uh, we seem to be ahead of the game on a few things because after we did our podcast covering the uh, trials and tribulations of Britney Spears conservatorship. Y'all, I'm so uh, proud of her. It seems now. Huh? I'm so proud of her. I I just think it's interesting that now it appears that for the first time, Miss Spears has the ability to choose her own attorney. Mm-hmm. You know, that I That's just thought exciting. it sounded. I think it's exciting. And even if you're not, I mean, I'm not particularly a Spears fan, but the story was interesting to me because of the fact that it really did seem like servitude mm-hmm. and that she was incarcerated. Oh yeah. You know, held a prisoner in a way. And um, what a piece of shit her dad seems to be. So um, kudos to you, Miss Britney Spears. Maybe one day we'll be lucky enough to have you on the show. We'll see. Fingers crossed. We'll see. <laughs> It'll be fun to have. I mean, even, just to, get past that plus louisiana native maybe can make it happen here make it happen yeah we'll see maybe we uh, how low can britney drop before she wants to be a guest on my show we'll find <laughs> out coming soon listen, what else is going on a big in... deal listen okay yeah look i plan on it i'm just gonna play the humble bit right oh no oh, i'm no. not that great and then we'll the three of us alone will be like we're the shit we call anything, that bitch. anything i'm involved with is the shit Oh. Yeah, right. Yeah, pretty much. We can't give it there. away, right? You gotta. We gotta start talking about the dentist method. 
<laughs> to woo our, our listeners. But how about sports, Becky? We were just talking about earlier in the show. You know, we know I know you're following the NBA. I know that yes. uh, we had some things we wanted to cover in episodes past that we didn't mm-hmm. get a chance to get to. So um, let's just yes. start with an NBA update, and then we can talk about uh, college athletes. Yes. Uh, uh, NBA championship update. Suns and Bucks are tied in the series at two games apiece. Um, they come back to Phoenix for game five, and that's on Saturday. And Phoenix better win. I can't wait. To yeah, I mean, non-biased announcers. <laughs> well, so this is kind of what you were saying. I mean, I'm used to that. It's to some extent in the NFL. I watch a lot more NFL than I do. It's um, everywhere. Most other sports. Mm-hmm. But it's probably worse, I would imagine, with basketball. It, when you have announcers. It's like it's horrible to watch some of the games because they're so like pro a certain player or pro like especially when you watch the Lakers. Sure. I okay. vomit in my mouth because LeBron can do no wrong. LeBron this, LeBron that, you know. Devin Booker can have a 40 point game, but they don't talk about that. They talk about LeBron's lower ankle injury or, you know, what's LeBron right. going to do on the off season? Is he going to change his number? Who the fuck cares? Riding I care about job. the game. <laughs> like, and the rest. right now it's all I mean, about were... Giannis. Giannis had oh. to go tinkle. Why is Giannis off the court? Why aren't they playing Giannis? How many seconds does it take Giannis to throw a free throw? You don't. Yeah, when nature calls, you got to accept the charges. It was so cute, though, in his little interview because he doesn't speak English very well. They were like, why did you go off the court? And he's all like, oh, I'm trying to find the polite way to say I had to take a tinkle. <laughs> yeah, I don't really know why, adorable. but I think I know it's going to sound really horrible, but you're sitting there telling me about him and I have a vague idea of his face yeah i don't know what he sounds like so the only thing i'm oh, hearing him telling me is he sounds like borat in my mind. <laughs> he, does it. he does not look my at wife. what he sounds like you need to look it up it's i it's will look strange. it up i want to check it out it's so strange <laughs> his voice does not match his body it's like you close your eyes and you're like what well, that does not no that doesn't make sense. <laughs> I love when that happens. That's one of my favorite little phenomena. I just love a girl. I just love a grown man saying tinkle. <laughs> <laughs> Look with a deep like Brando, yeah. somebody with Brando's tone. A seven saying foot, tinkle. A seven foot tinkle. tall man saying tinkle. <laughs> Can you give us a baritone tinkle? Brando, give me a give me a deep I gotta go take a tinkle. I gotta go take a tinkle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay that's pretty good <laughs> it does make me want to giggle <laughs> yeah the whole the whole after game i was just like oh my oh, god i was dying wait laughing. can i get you to do that one more time but in the third person no come on brando's got to take a tingle please oh please, please. no moving on oh boo boo you whore come on we come know you want to do it Brando's no, got to take a tinkle. Brando's got to take a tinkle. No, I'm going to post it as an advertisement <laughs> on other podcasts. Brando's got to take a tinkle. <laughs> well, however, so, yeah. however, before we move on, though, we probably should take a break. Hear from, uh, you know, hear from our, do, do a little, uh, little station break here. And, well, you know, Brando's got a tinkle. Do you ever find yourself sitting at the bar? beer in hand, 
watching the four o'clock Jacksonville Jaguars game, doing everything you can to beat your coworkers, half brother in fantasy football. Well, 25 yards later is here to help. We're a fantasy football podcast with top-notch analysis, earworm music, and plenty of laughs. Each week, we dive into four games, putting every fantasy-relevant and occasionally fantasy-irrelevant player under a microscope. Block out all the haters with 25 yards later, and make sure that Chad knows that he isn't the best. Available everywhere you get your podcast. Back again, it is the BBC on the BBX. Uh, If you're just jumping in somehow 30 minutes into the show... You know, we're the an assortment box of different random topics that we like to cover with a bit of sarcasm, humor, and some animosity. And booby. usually from Brando. And some booby. Why not? And mm-hmm. we're always right about dicks. We know dicks and douchebags because that's, that's all you really like. date, right? Yes. Like you have Becky, a question I mean, for you. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what if uh the total JJ Watt doppelganger came to pick you up for a date? Oh but he God. was driving a PT, but he was driving a PT cruiser. I don't care. I really? don't care if he looked like out PT Cruiser Brando, with the fake if he looked like JJ Watt, I'll buy him a new car. It's fine. If he looked wow. exactly like JJ Watt, I'll be like, come here. Come come but to what if come it's, to mama. What if, but what if it was JJ Watt's cousin that might have a touch of the fetal alcohol syndrome? <laughs> you could still be in the family. Yeah, true. Yeah. I'd do it just because I I would yeah, be in the family yeah. and then that would get me one step closer to JJ. There you go. Becky just wants to climb trees. I That's like all this is trees. about. She likes to climb trees. I love it. <laughs> Pretty funny. Then on the next episode, we got to have a talk about uh, how I think some. I, I wish I had like a, a like every guy who was under five six had an identification card with punch holes, and if <laughs> if. A guy who is totally unaware with no weird complex about his height that he gets the whole punch. And when he comes across any number of the others that are the same height range that are giving us a bad name by having these complexes and being little (laughs) bitches about it, that we get to come up and punch the hole in their card because they make the rest of us look fucking terrible. They do. Little they little really Napoleon do. Complexes. I've dated. I cannot tell you how sick I am of hearing Napoleon complex. It's just true. because it's it's, it's the true. one thing they throw at people. I I think you're right. The the weird thing is, I think you're right about more than you'd be wrong. But yeah. I feel for the guy that the whoever is saying it is wrong about because there's no defense. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. it 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 takes such a good amount of time. For a guy to be like, yeah, I don't have a Napoleon complex. You'd have to know that person for a while before you'd go. He doesn't. But if it's just in that moment, that day, you'll never. There's nothing that anybody could do. If you try to emphasize you don't have a Napoleon complex, it's going to come off sounding like you have a Napoleon complex. True, true statement. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. True, right? There's the worst. Just... The worst combo is the Napoleon complex and power complex. Oh man. Because I, I just one you of have to guys. have a sense of humor. You have to you just have to not be aware of it and not care. I mean, sometimes I guess if you're one of those uh versions of short dudes that the arms are a little too short on a nor you know, that's not I get it. Maybe you're upset about that. But you know, otherwise get over it. Play ping Why pong. Why are you carrying it around with you? Be good at ping pong. I don't even know. Playing something. 
we got to pivot here because what's up with college kids getting paid now for being oh, yeah. athletes? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, the hard pivot. Let's hard pivot. Let's do it. Uh, so the NCA the last couple weeks, um, they've gone to court to get the right for the athletes to get paid for using their likeness, which I think is really cool. It only applies to D one athletes, so. Um, but now it's official that they can get paid for their likeness. So college athletes can get paid like Nike deals. They can get paid. So this was a Supreme merch. Court ruling. Yes. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't. I'm not refreshed up on all the. Um, I'm gonna look this up just real quick. Go ahead and keep talking. I'll I'll get this. I'll yeah, I think I just think it's really cool because <clears throat> how many years now? You know, these huge players made a name for themselves in college and gotten nothing for it. It just kind of sucks for them, you know? So here's uh, what comes up first. Supreme Court rules against NCAA cap on student-athlete compensation, Mm -hmm. which basically means tuition scholarships, right? The Supreme Court unanimously ruled against the National Collegiate Athletic Association's restrictions on education-related benefits for student-athletes. The yeah. NCAA is not above the law, quote-unquote. I don't know who exactly said that. And that's just on June 29th. That's my wife's birthday. Mm-hmm. Day after your birthday, back. Yep. Um, nice birthday present so, for the athletes. Yeah, <laughs> that was our <laughs> gift. Yeah, so you know, uh, as long as I've been alive, that was sort of how it went. And yeah. and for there's examples of this all over, right? And mm-hmm. and whether it was uh, bad movies about kids getting, you know, special treatment with cars gifted to them and and mm-hmm. houses to their mothers and yeah. girls sent to them, etc. Uh, that was never anything that you could acknowledge openly or else like Reggie Bush, who was a uh, decorated Super Bowl winning running back with the New Orleans Saints. And he had graduated from USC. UCLA, USC. USC, pardon me. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. He, he, and he won the Heisman. Yes, he did. And had to give his Heisman back. There's an asterisk by his name. And Yeah, there's an asterisk by his Heisman because there was under the table, quote Dealings. unquote, money being. Uh, yeah, dealings, better way to put it. Mm-hmm. And the way that this works, and I live maybe a little bit over an hour from one of the biggest football schools in the country. LSU has a lot of emphasis on their football team. Yes, and the LSU Tigers, the games are always televised famously mm-hmm. as a night game. Uh, they have a ton of marketing. And whether it's alumni giving back to the school, whether it's advertisements for the team and definitely the use of their likeness and their name and their number mm-hmm. for athletes like uh, Jarvis Landry, wide receiver at the Cleveland Browns, or Odell Beckham, who is, you know, a superstar or was one for a while. Uh, <laughs> those guys are insanely talented and yes. made LSU a lot of money. Mm-hmm. A lot of money, whether it's ticket sales or whether it's, um, you know, jerseys or anything that might have their name or likeness on it. Or their the number. Thing was, or their number. Because in so college, they in don't the, really do the names on the back most of the time. So 
where so have you always felt like that needed to be yeah removed like were you part of that anti-ncaa kind I was, of thing why are they it's not it's like why would you restrict them this potential money and granted i do know a lot of these athletes have full ride scholarships or whatever but why not give them the money so that they can come out of school completely debt free you know or you know or pay back their blow. pay back their parents for all of the hard work that their parents did for them to get them to this point. It's just been. Or let's, or, or let's get a little dark with it. Something really bad happens to them in college. Their professional hopes are dashed. Yeah. Maybe they still got a bit of a nest egg to fall back on. Exactly. Like um, Greg Oden in the NBA. He left school, left Ohio State, and then had an injury riddled career. And now he's back at Ohio State trying to get his degree. Whereas if he would have had a little nest egg of money, who knows what would have happened, you know? Well, I got in this conversation with my brother-in-law, who is a LSU grad and is a bit more of an old school kind of guy where they should, mm -hmm. you know, he feels like those athletes are getting an education and they should be thankful. And when I kind of posed the same situation to him, like you have a star like running back or linebacker mm -hmm. or whatever position and that kid blows his knee in his sophomore year it's not like they keep him on that scholarship in his junior and senior right. year exactly that's they the they perfect, don't get the full ride either way the perfect example is eric legrand from rutgers paralyzed well and that's paralyzed the risk they're taking you yeah. know and that's the risk they take but had he been able to be paid, you know, he could have not been struggling like he is right now because he's got a lot of medical bills because the minute you get hurt, yeah, that college can, you know, help you out and get you into the good doctors, but your parents are getting those medical bills. You're under your parents' insurance. Well, and you're, you're, you're risking for entertainment that profits the, the university or yeah. you know whatever it is that you're going to the 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 thing i was saying is this is where i think the ncaa has to be just greedy in the in their perspective on this because they had they knew that this was coming down the line mm -hmm. and if if i had anything to do with if i was involved with the ncaa and saw that this was coming down the line i think i would have been more you know what maybe we should get give them some ability to make money right on their likeness on those give them a piece mm -hmm. of the action keep because now those guys are gonna lawyer up and they're gonna you know it's all gonna be this kind of business negotiation from when they're being recruited right and what's a school that's the interesting thing is do you think it'll have the effect of dispersing talent to smaller schools because places like alabama have superstars sitting on the beach or on the bench and on the beach no i'm just kidding um, <laughs> kind of on the beach too yeah <laughs> it could it could potentially disperse a lot of players but really you'd have to go to a, a division one school that's the problem it's only good for d1 right now and the really good D ones, I assume, are the yeah. only ones that are going to be getting these deals mm -hmm. yeah i mean like the ohio state michigan LSU, Alabama. It's Oklahoma. just Ohio State. Just call it Ohio State. <laughs> the 
Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> I don't know where that came from either. I, I need to look up where that shit came from. Because the there's time. two Ohio states in Ohio. Oh, and this one's the. the what a differential. Ohio state. So what? What is that? Basically, your 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 overall opinion on it is that you're supportive and you're glad that it happened. Yeah, I'm just really glad it happened. And then there was a quote from JJ Redick. I don't know if you guys followed college basketball at all, but. He was uh, he played for Duke uh, and he was he was really good. He plays for the Dallas Mavericks now. And they were asking him about it the other day on one of the radio shows. And he said, it's probably a good idea that they didn't have that when I was in college because I would have just spent all my money on Natty Light and popped collars. (laughs) And I I laughed for like 45 minutes. I was like, oh, my God, I love you. You're so funny. But yeah, I'm really excited about it because it because it kind of draws into my dream career. And yeah, you were talking about this. What's your dream? Yeah, career? So What's my my dream career is I would like to teach on one of these major college campuses, a class for athletes and the broadcast journalism majors, teaching them a class on how you give post game interviews how you dress, how you manage your money, how you um, come across the public, what to delete on your Twitters, what not to post on Twitter. Just like a basic life skills class for college athletes. I think that would be so cool. Social media agent. Yeah. How to be your own social media agent. Just with a little you, life. You be their agent. Oh, yeah. Like your agency. Yeah. Your and then would be. on the flip side, invite the broadcast majors in that want to do um, like sports interviews so that because most of them, no offense to anyone out there that this uh, relates to, but a lot of them are sometimes really dumb girls who think that they're going to meet an athlete and marry an athlete, which I obviously am jealous about that. I didn't follow that. A little thirsty. Uh, yeah, but you know, some of them come fresh out of school and they, they think that they deserve their spot to interview people. And that's not the case. They don't know how to do it. They ask stupid questions. So it'd be teaching the broadcast journalism people how to, uh, conduct sports interviews with the D1 athletes and both of them would practice together. I think that would be cool. My dream there are some there's a couple out there that are okay but i i give you your point there are more often than not i get a little question marks around mm-hmm. my head thinking like why is this person the one do you even know what a sport is that's what i do you know what sports do ball you, is do you know what you're talking about <laughs> stop reading I, off just... your card <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I give you that. I would like to have a more personable connection um, with those kinds of players. You know, every time I've seen a setting where there is that kind of connection, mm-hmm. whoever the interviewer is, it's a much more interesting look at that person or player or athlete. I think that's why I like Rich Eisen for there are plenty of reasons, whether you like or don't like Rich Eisen. Yeah, um, I like and, him too. You know, famous sports caster Mm -hmm. and he just has a great way of getting a different side of whatever athlete's sitting in his chair yeah 
he's really gifted. I really like Erin Andrews too. I think she does a good job. So that's one of the what's one of the female or women uh, uh, interviewers that I like. Yeah, you know, but she's she really knows good. her shit. Yeah, because it's what she's she analytics. loves. She yeah exactly. loves sports. Where on the other end, there's girls. I mean, sorry, women that are on ESPN that you're like, you just got hired for your looks. Let's be real here. Yeah, I mean, those. I think that's all how they present the the show, right? That's yeah. the brand. That's that seems more like the the ESPN brand. Mm-hmm. You don't see as much of that on NFL Network. To no, be you fair. don't. Mm-mm. You really don't. They those uh the ladies of the NFL Network seem to all have to know. And those are the ladies that should be doing the games because they are very smart. They are very with it. They study. They went to the school of Aaron and they're fans. I mean, they're fans like anybody. And that's 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 got nothing to do with their gender. Right. I mean, that's the point. Yeah, there are really good people. Yeah, there are really good. uh, Sport. You have to be a fan of the sport. Mm -hmm. It seems pretty basic. If you want to do good at being a. that tier of interviewer, broadcaster, personality, you have to be a real fan of the sport. And it doesn't really seem like um, that. I think the only time I notice that they're women is when I think they're not a fan of the sport. Yeah. I, and that makes sense. The same for me. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, Especially watching the NBA finals. Fan. It's like, do you, do you know what you're talking about? I also wow. realize they're women when Cam Newton makes fun of them because he thinks women don't know anything about routes. Yeah. Oh, that was bad. Cam Newton doesn't know how to dress. No, he does not. He needs need my class. A, I think we don't class. understand <laughs> that this is Cam Newton has uh he's an artist and this whole dress code thing he does for interviews is just him cosplaying as Pharrell. That's it. <laughs> Actually it makes a lot of sense. That does make a lot of sense. It's kind of perfect. <laughs> if Pharrell so, if Pharrell and Prince had a baby. <laughs> a very big athletically gifted baby yeah. yes well to wrap up sports any updates on aaron Rodgers? no no still gonna be a packer okay he's Great. gonna sit out the season we'll see I'm god i would i would have a lot of respect for him if he did i hope he does because they're As a minnesota vikings fan i really want that to happen yeah i'm sure you do <laughs> Or just have Everson Griffin break his collarbone again. Whatever works. I don't really care. Well, I think that's a pretty good way to close out sports. Talking yeah. about injuring a player. Nice. Mm-hmm. Nice. So um, over the 24 episodes of this fun program, and definitely since we have added the sunshine to our throuple, <laughs> uh, we've, we know that Brando has his own flavor. And Brando has his own voice and his opinion. And we kind of know that we have to make sure that we've got him walled off in his own little segment that has its own little disclaimer just because it's really entertaining. And Brando, <laughs> we know that you have something to go over. So what are you going to cover? I have solved police violence. Go ahead and play the disclaimer. The following does not necessarily reflect the opinions, views, policies, or beliefs of the Ruminations Radio Network, its partners, affiliates, stylists, neighbors, or next of kin. Nations Radio Network does, however, support free speech and wishes you, citizen, a triumphant day. Welcome back to the show. Jeez, could someone get me a whiskey? <laughs> the whiskey's coming right up, Mitch. So now that now that that's been said, 
Uh, Charlie, you, you've known me a very long time. You know, I occasionally go down weird YouTube rabbit holes, right? Yes, sir, I do. Probably one of my favorites is the Sovereign Citizen Movement. Do either one of you know about these people? Yes, I I'm do. I'm going to pretend I don't. <laughs> so these basically are a bunch of R words. R words. Thank I'm you. Get canceled. Very politically <laughs> correct of you. So proud that of you. They really think that they don't have to abide by the laws of the United States or well, specifically state and local jurisdictions uh, because some of them believe that there's a lot of weird views. Some of them think that the Articles of Confederation were never truly replaced by the Constitution. Uh, some of them think that the sheriff is the only one that can actually police them in any given area. It's just a whole bunch of crazy conspiracy theory bullshit. Crazy on the level of, like, I am Delusional. a god from Jupiter. Prove me wrong. That's more of the Moorish Americans. I'll do that, I'll do that one another time. They're a whole different batch yeah. of batshit crazy. But, and I, I, I put a uh, A&E court cam clip of you guys. Oh, well, yeah. For yeah. you guys in the, the Discord so you can kind of see what I'm talking show. about. That's I'm going to post show. that link to Instagram and and put it for this episode so people have something to go to. But every, now and then, every now and then you find a real good sovereign citizen versus the police compilation. <laughs> and I got to tell you, it never ends well for them. And I mm-hmm. love it. It's the best. Because what they'll, what they'll often do in traffic stops. And, 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 and again, some of these people use weird, different legal def they try and mix and match legal definitions of words versus common use definitions of words to try and get away with their bullshit and geshkalop the cops into talking circles to try and get out of a ticket and it's ridiculous and a lot of cops have very little patience for it one of my favorite videos is and they they always record their own traffic stops too and they somehow get leaked onto the internet they have to nowadays so I, I wanna I wanna make sure that we get a clear, simple definition. So if you're listening, you understand who we're talking about. So this is according to Forbes. Uh, what does it mean to become a sovereign citizen? And it, in Forbes, it says a sovereign citizen is someone who believes that he or she is above all laws. The long answer is a bit more complex. Think about a law you don't like. Any law at any level of government. <laughs> So basically they think they are literally above the law. And a lot of them think if they get dragged into a courtroom to be in front of a judge for something, oh, look, there's gold fringe on that American flag. This is admiralty court. You have no jurisdiction over me. Again, crazy <laughs> delusional bullshit. Wow. So one of the best videos I've seen on the internet in a long time is someone trying to pull this crap with a cop that looks like J.K. Simmons from, uh, from Whiplash terrifying looking police officer oh my and as is sovereign citizen tradition they just don't they they crack their windows very little mostly enough just to hand back and forth crazy bullshit paperwork they oh are these guys with the sticker that says i will not provide my identification yeah Yeah, Yeah. those kinds of people okay okay what this one cop did was he just wasn't having it he reached his fingers into the mostly closed window got a good grip on it yanked it outward shattered it I love and dragged that guy out of his vehicle. So good. That video was great. Yeah, you've seen it. It's 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 yeah. fantastic. Yeah, I liked and it. There there are. I'm, I may be mispronouncing this, but it's I think the German concept of Schadenfreude, taking pleasure in someone else's misery. 
I really enjoy <laughs> watching consequences happen to really stupid people. It's one of the reasons why I miss watching. Oh, that's cops. great, bro, bro. You, Brando, you are definitely like that. Should be your your name. Like if you had a call sign, if you were a fighter pilot, it would be that. <laughs> Schadenfreude? Is that what you said? So, yes. so now, now, that, now that we've established what these people are, let's get to my plan. Okay. All right. I, I don't believe wait. all cops. I don't believe all cops are bastards. They're not. I I, I I don't believe that. I believe some cops are real bastards. Mm-hmm. My father-in-law is a retired police officer, so for reasons both true and also for my better well-being, I also don't believe <laughs> that all police officers are bad people because they're just they're not. They're not. Some cops, some real pricks. But anyways. Mm-hmm. Some people, I think, I think so, we, I, mean, I, I think yeah. I can figure out, and we can we can stop the violence. Here, here's what we do, and, and this requires cooperation from both the side of law enforcement and the side of the U.S. citizens. We just have to tell the cops to lay off the minorities a little bit, a lot, <laughs> a lot bit. Okay, <laughs> but we also have to let the American people know, hey, this person does have a badge and a gun. Just do what they say. And if they are in the wrong, you will get your day in court. Because what do you do when the cops ask questions, Charlie? Comply. You shut the, well, that, and you shut the fuck up. Yeah. Questions versus commands. You have a right to remain silent. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of how it works. Well, I, 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 think, I think the solution here is, you know, we have the police kind of just, you know, lay off a lot, you know, on the minorities, but just give them carte blanche to do what they got to do to the sovereign citizens because they got to get the stress out somehow yes yeah it's making yeah. make the sovereign citizens the target well i think i, mean, I think if i think if some prominent sovereign them. citizens get rodney kinged oh ouch Ooh, as a verb it could send a good message and also the police should be allowed to pepper spray karen's yes <laughs> karen peak peak karen's yeah, we've all seen probably by now the Victoria's Secret, Karen. I was just about I think to that's say a, that. I, I think that's a bad example. That. that that seems more like mental illness opposed to just being a shitty person. But I don't. Well, I don't I just, think if, that quali- qualifies as a Karen. Like she literally violently attacked that woman. Yeah, so shouting "Get away from me!" while she's running toward the the woman yeah. filming. All this over a free pair of panties, dear God. Hey, but, you know, I, I just my, are my, great segment, by the way, I'm with you. We got to do something. And sovereign citizens just come across to me as the kind of uh, element that would be more impressionable to be misled to do terrible things. Yeah, because the uh, the Venn diagram between Sobsits and QAnon is getting more overlapped by the, by the week, it seems. Yeah, I mean, that's that's They're starting sort of- to latch onto each other. They need each other. Yeah, I, I guess. Great segment, by the way, man. That's good comments on there. I, mm-hmm. I like it. Yeah, I, I think you're right. I mean, I, I, I do think. But officer, I'm not driving. I'm traveling. I'm free to travel. Bam. Dragged out of the car, pepper sprayed and beaten. Maybe maybe even tased. Well, if, especially those. If this isn't a car. A this is my vessel. Dragged out of the car. Tased. Yeah. I, what was he doing? I do not consent. I do not consent. Tased. That should also be for the dumb people that are like, tell me why you're pulling me over. Tell me why you're pulling me over. I'm calling 911. That should be for them, too. Well, so is, I, is, is there an injured party? There has to be an injured party if there was a crime. So, no, you have no reason to pull me over and bother me. Yeah. Taze. Double tase. 
Yeah, there's there's a communication issue. I mean, before before we move on, let's be clear. We're obviously in some capacity speaking a little bit tongue in cheek. We yes, don't want very very tongue unreasonably uh, suffer. Want to make that clear for I'm everybody? Ninety percent tongue in cheek. Yeah, I mean, the, the but we're we're commenting on it because it does kind of be have to, uh, turns out to be kind of a problem, right? I mean, we don't. I think the I'm gonna quote General Milley. And if you don't know who this person is, look them up. You know, I don't think there's any harm in wanting to understand, even for us to want to understand sovereign citizens and to make an opinion. I I think that certainly there's some growth for everybody. Everybody suffers from being human. We're all suffering from the human condition. And some of us are not, I don't know, man, you know, uh, the median IQ is a hundred and half those people are below that IQ. And <laughs> And I, I have a I have a hard time hating on people that don't know, that aren't aware of certain parts of what they're doing. Uh, I, I'm, it's tough on that. But sovereign well, citizens seem willful ignorance and what you just well. Said. So that's what I'm yeah. saying, right? Those sovereign citizens they want to they seem like they want to start a problem. Yes, that's all I'm getting at. Absolutely, and I might be wrong, but whatever. If you get, now, dear two listeners out there, if you ever want to kill some time on YouTube and have a good laugh. I do a YouTube search for sovereign citizen bingo. <laughs> I think I just don't like assholes. You know, I mean, when it comes down to it, I think there's a way to communication in general. So like if we're being all joking aside, I think uh, it just occurs to me that they don't have as much ability to communicate with a person in a in a normal, productive way. Like there's a way to disagree. There's a way to ask questions. There's a way to comply. and get through a certain situation and we're not saying that specifically about instances with police officers and clearly there are instances with police officers that are uh, outside the realm of what we're talking about we're talking about specifically crazy people crazy people instigating an issue because they think that no law applies to them i would assume they also believe that the earth is flat and that uh, interdimensional space aliens are causing uh, mayhem because no, it's the interdimensional home. psychic vampires. Well, we're we're psychic. We're no, not officer, vampires. I do not wish to con. I, I, I do not wish to create joinder with you, officer. I don't even know what the fuck that one means. <laughs> you hear some wacky stuff come out of their mouths before they get dragged out of their cars. Oh my god, yeah, that compilation video that was on um court cam. They sprout some crazy shit. Was the I, I forget? Was the guy trying to carry the camera into the courtroom a part of that one? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he just gets straight up tased. Yeah, that was my fa- one of my favorites. And the other one is the one with the guy in like the town hall meeting. And then there's like two security guards there. That one oh, yeah. was good too. They're all crazy. Yeah, it, it's certain. Their representatives certainly are. You know, I, I think. I'm pretty sure I don't these know. people don't vote. <laughs> well look maybe they probably vote more than once and if they don't vote they join cyber ninjas and cause a debacle yes and now the state of arizona is out three million dollars to replace voting machines thanks assholes yeah i mean i think effectively i wish people read more and listen less i think you know it's a good place to kind of end the show on this little fact i noticed that uh some of the some of the court cases going on that are trying to sue uh, someone like Rachel Maddow for libel, or for instance, they're trying to to hold uh, Hannity and people at Fox uh, accountable for 
for disinformation and the the growing defense and the thing that I took out of this recently was legally their lawyers are trying to float the argument that no reasonable person could watch the show that they participate and produce on and take it seriously. That, that sounds that, good. Just make a Chiron saying that well, run so th- underneath Tucker Carlson every night. But so this is not just Tucker Carlson. It's not just left and not just right, right? Oh, it has to I be know. the same defense legally is being floated, whether it's the lawyer for the defense of Rachel Maddow or whether it's the lawyer for defense of Fox. They're basically saying that news attainment, if you are a reasonable person, I like this description. If you're a reasonable person would be able to differentiate between fact and fiction on their own. They're on a news station. They are acting like they're a news program. And yet when it comes down to the one remaining environment where you are forced to be honest under threat of penalty or is truthful under threat of penalty. And that's what you're starting to see in this routine's uh, cases. And in this, in this instance, it was hard not, to notice that this is a big omission that they, and it's the only obvious one regular people will ever get right. That those shows know they're full of it and they know that some people will believe the way that they put things out and they need those people because they need to sell what their commercials are for. So, you know, what, whatever ad revenue, and that's, that's sort of what I, I mean, that's where I've come down to the big issue, like whether it's, uh, sovereign citizens or whether it's your 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 dad right and my parts of my family too oh, we'll have they, a fun chat about my dad once we turn the mic off we got we, we got into it yesterday <laughs> well so that's kind of what i'm saying right they don't know and there's no easy way to be a person to bring it to their attention that they're being misled or deceived because immediately they want they think that you have another point to prove like i could have nothing else to prove just point out to them they want you to be upset. That's why they're trying to upset you. They want you to be upset and they want you to ask your doctor about this drug because <laughs> that's what's on Fox <laughs> every other commercial. They want you to ask your doctor about that drug. They want you to try that new drink. They want you to buy a Peloton and they want you to be upset. They have what I refer whatever. to as an they have what I refer to as an oppression kink. It certainly seems like they they're just shock jocks, man. They're, they're, I'm talking they're, about the people that believe those crazy bastards. Oh, yeah. Well, look, they, they think they're being good. They think they're standing for something. They've been re- like, they, you know what I mean? They feel like they're on the side of something, which I think is whoever they is. And I, I really do mean that this is, there's an element of this on both sides of the political spectrum, in my opinion. I think we all suffer from being fucking human. There's just something that each one of us is is gullible about or stupid about nobody's on top of everything and those shows tend to find those those individuals who are more susceptible to buying into that shit and maybe they don't want to read for whatever reason right maybe they don't have the time or they're busy or they're being fucked with at work and they're exhausted when they get home they don't want to break open the news and tap through you know four different versions of a story yeah they're not crazy like i am they actually have yeah they're not crazy like us but we'll have to go through those things and, and uh, dissect it for them here and there. That's I think still the most crazy. important Sovereign thing that people need to remember is it's entertainment. 
It is. Yeah. And they've had, which they've had to admit in court. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing, right? Even if you look at their programming, like if you actually look at their scheduled programming, that, that news attainment or entertainment classification is the vast majority of their programming. Mm -hmm. And then there is a, uh, you know, a small section of news. So if you're, if you're referring to Fox, Chris Wallace is their news program. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. Hannity. That's just the one. Carlson. That's it. it. Yeah. All those other ones are all entertainment mm-hmm. and they want to th- spin their version of the news, which th- there's, you know, that's fine. But uh, because they're they're because the viewers get off on feeling like they're oppressed. They have an oppression kink. So that's the brevity perspective on here. Don't be an oppression kink. And stop listening to the people who want to jerk you around like that. Don't become a sovereign citizen and learn how to communicate. Learn how to communicate. And remember, coronavirus is temporary. Wu-Tang is forever. Yeah, save the boners. We're going to end. Rest in peace, Bismarck Key. Oh, let's let's do that. Let's, you know what? I was going to end on a funny PSA, but let's just uh, take a moment. And remember Bismarck Key, who unfortunately passed away. We just learned before mm-hmm. recording on the show. Um, 57 years young. I, Way too Really, young. 57 years young. And I'm going to, we don't know what happened. And I hope, it sounds like at least he went peacefully. But I cannot tell you how much joy. I mean, there are a few songs like that. And it's a ridiculous and absurd wonderful tune if you have not ever heard it please listen to it get on spotify look it up on youtube it's probably i, I can't imagine someone ha- not having heard that song well, that's the song know. i lost they my virginity born. to <laughs> and on that bombshell we're gonna go ahead and end this this has been Brevity Box episode 24. We are a part of the Ruminations Radio Network. Check us out at ruminationsradionetwork.com. We will see you next time. Bye.